Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So keep your love. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne. A lyrical analysis of Kanye. West. <laughs> My name's Chris Lambert. My name's Travis Bean, and I'm pretty excited about today. I mean, obviously, we're going to be talking about Down to Two. That That is reason alone to be excited, but I think more than anything, I'm excited to make my return to YouTube today. <laughs> yeah, it's been, a, it's been a minute. You came out of your hiatus just to make a video about Ye and Cardi B making Cardi B. a song well, together. Well, you know, when Cardi B's involved... A, being a Cardi B fan, which uh, I think half of our listeners just stopped listening. Um, being a Cardi B fan, uh, I feel obligated, of course, to cover that news. But also because uh, I am in such a minor camp, I think. I don't think Kanye fans and Cardi B fans necessarily intersect all that often. Uh, so <laughs> I have to be there to represent those those kind of fanboys. That is very true. You need to step up in those situations <laughs> and be like, hey... I'm here representing all of you. Yeah, because I saw that news. I was just like, eh. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, like something exciting is happening about with Kanye finally. Yeah, yeah. Finally, you know, <laughs> finally. Which, yeah, it wasn't too long after that that we got the first rumblings of Donda 2. And mm -hmm. I got to say, I'm, I don't know why I'm surprised. Like, I was surprised when I heard, but when we think back through... Ye finishing albums yeah. he almost always has another one announced so quickly after like, yes Th this is something knew... <laughs> go ahead so keep going oh. oh like we knew when college dropout came out that he wanted to do late registration and graduation right? Mm, right and then when graduation came out he had already started talking about good ass job uh what yeezus comes out and he starts talking about the next album and how that was going to be like Yeezus 2 or he said it was going to come out like that winter right kind of thing and then it took another <laughs> two two and a half years for it to actually drop almost right. three years uh and then in the aftermath of life of pablo he announces turbo graphics 16 yay comes out he announces yandi like jesus is king jesus is king too so after he makes an album he's usually really energized to make another album but then those things almost never ever come out I, it's um it's funny because it makes me think of you two and bono where like i think of them as very similar people and bono does this like he's done this so many times with his albums where like one album will come out and he wants it to be like a double album and they give him some not to, and he wants to put out a companion album. <laughs> There's always second albums and sequels and companion albums. And this past decade, they actually finally did it. 
they released Ooh. the songs of innocence and then Bono was like, Songs of Experience is coming next year. And of course, it's like several years, but it actually finally comes out. But it doesn't come out the next year like he says it will. Like, it's something both of them have done. They're both these larger than life figures and really dedicated to their art and want to amplify their voice as much as possible and want to capitalize on any possible marketing opportunity for the album that just came out. Like, <laughs> I've seen it all before and we've seen it with Connie over and over. Like, I, I want Don to Two to come out and we're going to talk all about it. And it's, you know, the machinations are in place. It sounds like it's going to come out, like all logic would point to it coming out, but it never does. So, <laughs> so this episode, I guess, is just going to be kind of covering all that stuff that ideally will lead to a Donda 2. And then we just have to wait and see if it actually comes. Yeah, because, I mean, we have good news in the fact that they've rented out the hotel. That's something mm -hmm. that we've seen. Uh, Theophilus London, who had previously worked with Ye, I think they're... <clears throat> the most potent's not the the word that I'm looking for, but the mm -hmm. time that they were working together most closely was 2012, 2013, and 2014, where Theophilus London actually released an album that was executive produced by Kanye. Mm -hmm. But it eventually came out in interviews in the aftermath of the album completely flopping. It was kind of surprising with the attention London was kind of getting in media for his fashion stuff, uh, mm -hmm. his collaboration with Ye. He had a single that had Ye on it, which was a pretty like good song. Right. I remember liking it. But the album ended up doing like 16,000 copies first week or something, or like right. 30,000 copies first week, really low. Uh, and with the executive produced by Kanye tag on it, it seemed like there'd be more hype. Mm -hmm. um, then it turned out Ye actually did nothing <laughs> on the yeah. album. It was just like a gift. I will let you use my name. Um, but they had a, a bit of a, a disconnect for a number of years until recently. And Theophilus has kind of been the plug in terms of behind the scenes things going on, posting to his Instagram story, like the room where they're currently working on Dondo, where you can see some of the engineers working. He's had photos with Ye. He's mm. had a photo of Ye in future listening to music. And <laughs> he's just kind of getting Pluto role. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's who he is this time. Or like when Life of Pablo was going on, Mike Dean was often getting on um, right. Periscope when that was a thing on Twitter. And just sharing like live looks behind the scenes as they were mixing and mastering the life of Pablo. But everybody was like, play music, play music. And he'd keep joking, like, should I play music? Like, once we get this pizza, we'll go back to working on Donda or Life of Pablo. Yeah. And everybody would be like, You're just sitting around. It's been an hour and you're just smoking weed. Like, why aren't you working on the album? He's gotta get into the the Zen mind state for the album. Yeah. It was it was a good time, but uh, Theophilus is the Casey right now, yeah. and uh, we're getting these behind-the-scenes looks. And so Ye has liked to work in hotels in the past. Like, there's the stories of making watching the throne, watch the throne, where they rented out like floors on the Mercer Hotel in New York, and they did that for a couple different albums. For Yeezus, he worked out of hotels in Paris and uh, New York City and somewhere else. Um, it's just been something he's kind of always done so right now they have this hotel rented out there's people coming in and out we just saw an instagram post that vori's heading to los angeles we know that futures around like fiveo has been there so people are doing things but they were also doing things for yandi like, right yeah yandi had like all these people come through and record things and 
get mostly finalized versions of songs before Ye decided he wasn't vibing with it and scrapped it. So, e. yeah, at least of Yandi, there were a couple of things at play. Like a, it, a lot of the songs got leaked, right? Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Oh yeah, but also like he completely changed like his focus. Like he, we yeah. saw like the next version of Ye coming and Yandi didn't fit anymore. The, Donda too, like. Donna just happened. Like, I don't think Kanye is like <laughs> massively different than he was a few months ago. If he's really in this mind state and the space and he's working with this many people, like, again, all logic points to like, okay, it's happening. Like, we're going to get it. I don't know about February 22nd, but <laughs> we might still <laughs> get it soon. Well, we did hear in the aftermath of Donda releasing that like two key things came out. One, that Ye had been working on an album called Spirits Over the Horizon, mm -hmm. which was kind of shocking because nobody knew that. Like it wasn't a thing that was being talked about in the period between say like February and June. Like right. fans weren't speculating on what's gonna be on Spirits Over the Horizon. It was something that we didn't get info on until I think right before Donda came out or right after Donda came out. And that's apparently what he was working on in the green tile studio when he was in San Francisco doing some things when he was in Los Angeles. And it eventually what morphed into the Donda that we ended up getting. Obviously, they did a ton of work in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Mm -hmm. And in that month, they were back in Los Angeles um, after the second listening party, but before LP3. Um, but apparently there was a lot of tracks left over from that. And we know mm -hmm. that he had been working on like God's Country, Donda, that 2020 version of the album. And that there were things from that cut of the 26 songs yeah. <laughs> that were on some of those orange sheet track lists that ended up on the Donda that we ended up getting. Mm -hmm. But you imagine there's more songs from Spirits of the Horizon. So there was this a huge amount of songs worked on even ahead of Donda. But then we also got reports right after Donda dropped in interviews with some of the engineering team where two different people mentioned that Ye was working on a follow-up album that was just going to be putting together a lot of the tracks that mm -hmm. didn't make Donda. Right. Uh, these songs that he had never finished but wanted to go back to and finish. So, I mean, there is potential that this is kind of in that vein or something that's evolved from that point where Kanye is going back to some of these older songs and who knows like what old means, right? Is it just spirit of the horizon songs? Is mm -hmm. it 2020 Donda God's country? Or is he going all the way back to turbo graphic 16? <laughs> like right. Yandi, uh, you know, summer, spring, summer, winter, fall, whatever that was back in 2008 yeah. that he mentioned to a French magazine. I feel like it has um, to be anything it has to be like post Jesus is king because <laughs> even Donda, like while it's gospely, gospely and spiritual, it doesn't necessarily sound like Jesus is king. Mm -hmm. It's a little more darker and brooding and internal. Um, and I could see him kind of breaking out of that space and making more uplifting stuff kind of like up from the ashes or come to life. But I can't imagine it. Like, I feel like anything sounding like Jesus is king would be going backwards a little bit. So and then on top of that, like he wouldn't be recording probably anything he was thinking about during like TurboGrafx sixteen. Like he seems way <laughs> past that at this point. So it's all stuff I think he's been working on recently. Which again, 
logically means like, oh, like he must have a bunch of songs and like he's in, and all these songs match where he's at right now. Like it, those songs must be coming soon. But we saw even during the Donda rollout, all the different listening parties, like a lot of the songs were like mostly done, but still took several weeks over a month to like finish and like tinker <laughs> with like. Uh, I just don't think Kanye's the kind of person that's going to ever make himself commit to a date he throws out there. He's he's missed the date so many times. <laughs> Has no matter he ever? How, uh, no matter how much meaning he attaches to the date like he did this time, like he, he almost never meets it. No. I'm trying to think. The only time I think he released on time to like an initial release date yeah. was never. I don't know. It was... <laughs> Jesus wasn't only... Jesus only a few days late. I think Yeezus got pushed back like a couple days. Yeah. Something like that. Because I remember it not being ready on the day I thought it would be ready. <laughs> Just like inklings of that memory. Yeah. Wasn't it supposed to be like the first week of June and then it got pushed to... Yeah. Uh, something like that. That second week. Uh, but I do know 808s and Heartbreak actually came out a week ahead of when it... Or like two <laughs> weeks ahead of when it was supposed to come out. <laughs> the only so, time he missed it was when he went the other direction. Yeah, but I think they had pushed it back, and then he came forward again. Um, Got it. And then My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, maybe? I don't remember what when they announced the date for that, but... Uh, Yeah, I don't remember. I would just assume Uh, no, though. (laughs) I mean, at least At least in the last decade of Kanye albums, like, things have not dropped as expected. I guess Yay. Yay came out the day that it was supposed to come out, but the morning it did it, it was eight yeah. hours later than i thought it would be <laughs> <laughs> so he had that but yeah there's not a good track record of hitting those dates and at least yay you know he was working on that over the course of three weeks just by himself right. for the most part um so you wonder if he was able to get those songs kind of to the place that he got them that quickly maybe it'll be the same thing for this um, but we have seen him promote the two twenty two twenty two dates a couple times now. Mm-hmm. He had posted to Instagram the picture of the house, uh, his Chicago childhood home, the one that was at LP3 burning, which definitely sends a message. Yeah, <laughs> I, right. I mean, it follows up with already the imagery of the house on fire that he was going with during Listening Party 3. But in the wake of Easy, in the wake of this 2022 yay energy, mm. there's still something that feels very, like, demon time yay. Which, mm-hmm. I don't mean that, I know that maybe yay would be like, don't compare me to yeah. demon time when, like, I'm a right. man of God. But it's just something where yay I know has, you yeah, more of that, like, edge back in a right. way. It, and, it, and that edge is driving him. Like he, yeah. like he would consider it a failure not to meet this date, which I, I guess what you did mention and what makes me believe a little bit more in the February 22nd date is that we've seen that date multiple times. Like, I feel like in the past, it's just Kanye sending off a tweet like the album's coming out on this day, like get ready. And then which is like three days later. Yeah. Something. And even if it's like not even three, it's like a little bit into the future. Like, and then you never hear about it again. <laughs> like the fact that he keeps sticking with the date. Uh, I mean, like, that's a pretty bold thing to do. Like, you're really you're really going all in and, and making it apparent to everybody. Like, like, no, this is the day. Like, don't expect the shift at all. Yeah. He's gotten rid of his phone. That was the other big thing. Right. 
where <laughs> it seems like maybe in the previous times where he'd announced dates, he was still like tweeting and posting <laughs> right. and uh, kind of on to other subjects, which made him not talking about it even more infuriating yeah. or frustrating. Because <laughs> it's like, yo, you just announced Yandi three days ago and now you're just tweeting about like random stuff. What about Yandi? Like, where is Yandi? Get to work. Yeah. <laughs> and so he had the founder of Rolling Loud uh, post a message that was just yay getting a massage he's on the table <laughs> and he's just like i want everybody to know i got rid of my phone my only priorities right now are taking my kids to school and finishing up like donda 2 like mm -hmm. finishing up the album so and he's been talking about the album for a few weeks now he mentioned it in the video when he was trying to go to chicago's birthday party he mentioned it in text messages even further back to other people so it seems like he's at least been going in on this for a couple months at least. Mm. And so maybe that's enough of a runway leading up to 2-22-22. And then mm. Digital Nas, who was the producer on Junya and your favorite, Remote Control, mm -hmm. ended up doing an interview recently where he talked about working on Donda 2 and specifically that Ye has been wanting more of a monk-like sound mm -hmm. in terms of having things be kind of meditative, simple, stripped back. Not surprising. But at this, <laughs> no, right? It gets into everything you were saying about like the ambience uh, vibes and energies on right. Donda. And we'd been seeing him make movements toward this monk-like, like the minimalist content that was part of Yay and mm -hmm. Jesus is King. And even though Donda as an album is really large, a lot of the songs on there do feel very focused in right. terms of their concept or soundscape. You're not getting a lot of the epic, rangy songs that right. you usually see, especially on like Yeezus. You're not really yeah. getting <laughs> that whole my liquor, new yeah. slaves, I'm in it, blood on the leaves. <laughs> Guitar solos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like beat drops and shifts all over the place yeah it's almost like yay replaced a lot of the production flips and tricks that he used to be doing with the use of different artists as kind of instruments mm -hmm. so he's allowing the different artists to kind of come in and bring their vibe and energies to a stripped right. back ambient soundscape and that's really what's carrying a lot of the energy and attitude mm. I mean, I, I love it. I, I hope he keeps going that direction because, yeah, Donda is so huge that, like, it almost can't be a Monk-like album. <laughs> like, no matter how some of the songs are, like you're describing, like, very meditative, very ambient, it's so big and trying to accomplish so much. Like, I would I would almost expect Kanye, if he really wants something Monk-like, to create something much shorter Maybe not Jesus is keen, sure, but but possibly something that short, like something really condensed and a focused sound, uh, that would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> in that like forty to sixty minute range, I think is usually the the preference that people have for albums. Right. I tend to not like uh, less than forty minutes. Um, right. But then once you're getting into that hour, <laughs> hour and a half range for an album, that can also be. <laughs> on the opposite side of things. Yeah, right. Uh, but there was also another statement that Digital Nas talked about in saying that one of the... Mission's not the right word. Uh, what is it when you have, like, a, a set of constraints or rules? Um, uh, oh, 
starts with a C. Blanking. Uh, right? I don't know. Well, some of the constraints for working on mm-hmm. Donda 2 was that all the songs had to be playable at either a wedding, a funeral, <laughs> a graduation, or a birthday. And I feel like that s- describes every Kanye album. <laughs> if the song doesn't fit any of those occasions, then it's not going to make the album. <laughs> those are all different, very different energies. Like, yeah. I, I could pull all four of those songs off the life of Pablo. Yeah. Wait, what would you play at okay. a funeral? Fade? <laughs> funeral? Well, no, not Fade. God, something yeah. like Wolves at least has the sound of that. Yeah, I guess. Is it? I Maybe it is getting at like the production aspects more so than the mm-hmm. like lyrical content. Okay. I guess if you're talking lyrical content, there's probably nothing for a funeral in life, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> Other than like 30 hours, which is the death of his former self or something. Yeah. Which I guess fade would be that actually, but then fade like it starts talking about like dick at one point. <laughs> like, yeah, right. But like, FML's the wifey song. Uh, right. You got a bunch of banners on the album. You got like highlights and shit. So you got that, and then graduation. Uh, I don't know. I y- you could do it. I'm sure. I like real friends is like a, a graduation <laughs> and a funeral song. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty good. <laughs> uh so yeah we'll see what that actually is it just talk more so than actually what defines the album Mm -hmm. but i wonder too like just thinking back to how like stadium status kind of defined graduation era if it's kind of a an evolution of that stadium status where he's still applying it to big events Mm. but taking it to something that's more personal to people like more momentous yeah could be i Hey, look, I, I'm not trying to not... I want to will this album into existence on February 22nd. I don't want to get everyone down. I, it, history has not been kind to Kanye fans. <laughs> but trust me, I hope it happens. It would be nice. It would be nice. And we've seen, like, there were... The number of people posting stories on Instagram, like, right now it's Theophilus London and Digital Nas are kind of the people to watch. Mm. And Theophilus also had a video of Mike Dean playing piano. So we know, like, Mike's around. We know that, like, Future's there. Uh, Theophilus just recently posted, too, last night, some photos from Ye's room, Mm. which (laughs) the one is just, like, a a lamp looking down at the desk in the hotel room. But there's a book called Something's Off, and it's the Nike swoosh, but not, Mm -hmm. which is the idea of something's off right right how you can tell something's wrong with a design i'm guessing but it says donated by me so i guess theophilus uh gifted yay this book mm. and then there's another post that says yay's room donda 2 and there's a photo uh what do you call those things that have the the little short needles on thumbtacks <laughs> oh right little short needles on them <laughs> the thumbtacks so it's a picture that says the best way to predict the future is to create it black future month and there's an editor's note that says the beautiful emmett till in the blue overalls with his family and friends so it's a photo of emmett till just emmett till's story was very tragic Mm. and you have him as just this happy kid and this idea of black future month and that gets into i think what we've seen so far, one of the major themes that Ye seems to be talking about and why February is probably kind of meaningful. Ye has said over the years that he doesn't like 
the idea of Black History Month focusing so much on the past. Right. Because that feels limiting to him in a way that if you keep looking back, you're never going to look forward. So he's been a big proponent of not just focusing on history, but focusing on the future. Mm-hmm. So there have been a few times Theophilus has posted Black Future Month, especially in photos with Ye. So I wonder if this, especially with Ye having this photo hanging up in his room as kind of a mood board setting the aesthetic and vibe, is going to be a major focus of the album, or maybe even potentially like the album title if he changes it from Donda 2 to Black Future Month. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> those are all great points. It is funny. It, this would be, if this came out this month, this would be his third album released in February. Oh, man. I think it's yeah, uh, that's true. College Dropout, The Life of Pablo, and this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if he's always attached that kind of meaning to February, but it is funny that, like, things always seem to be ramping up and then concluding in February. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what kind of energy he's on where that always happens, but, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it just seems end of the year leading up to this point. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, all right, Chris, what else we got? I mean, you're talking about this Donda 2 stuff every day. I, I'm here. I'm all on for the ride today. Like, I want to learn everything you know about Donda 2. <laughs> well, so I, we heard one snippet so far. Yeah. And I listened to that. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I mean, it was one line and then, and then it sounds like at the end, like it just transitioned to a, a different song entirely. Like <laughs> all we heard was just that one line. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was like a song transition or kind of like a a beat switch within the song. I'm hoping beat switch within the song. That, I guess I'd hope so too, but that would be an insane beat switch. I, I, <laughs> I would be interested to hear like what that song sounds like uh, wholly. Yeah, well, it's supposedly the album supposedly executive produced by Future. And right. I saw some people in the response to that snippet being like, it just sounds like a Future song to me, which hmm. I honestly don't listen to a lot of future so i have no idea how to got out how well, to respond to that what's it called again uh, uh drown let me listen to it for one second because like i i'm a okay. future fan so i but i guess i never i don't remember thinking that oh yeah it definitely does <laughs> i mean it's uh i mean i just i guess i hadn't put that those thoughts together but yeah it, i mean it totally has a future feel and and now that i'm <clears> thinking about it um and kanye's whole approach to be monk-like and meditative like that isn't not what future does i don't know if future necessarily does that lyrically but his songs are very laid back they're groove oriented like they they kind of steep in a sound and they aren't super adventurous like they're they're a little adventurous but they're you're mostly like part of this feeling that he's trying to create so i could definitely see future bringing that to I'm actually really interested now to see like how they, those two minds come together and like what they produce. <laughs> it's really interesting to me too, that Ye seems to have been like a big future fan for a minute. 
mm-hmm. and this is the first time that they're really collaborating. Yeah, um, weird. And with Ye going out during Future Set at Rolling Loud, that's right. what it was. Um, and now they recorded music together. Julia Fox had talked about the music that Ye was making with Future being the stuff that she was like most excited about. Mm-hmm. And now here we saw Future, uh, Theophilus London shared a photo of Future in the studio with Ye in this hotel room, which... Speaking of which, the hotel room where they've been working on this stuff. The new legendary zone Kanye has occupied. Yeah. They, uh, there were early photos where you could see like the desk and the speakers and Ye standing there and he's moving like tables out of the way to kind of like get to the computer to uh, see things. And Theophilus has shared a few photos of the room walking into the room but now he just recently shared a photo of the room and it says remodeled by yay and almost everything's been taken out of the room (laughs) it's like very stripped down a lot of the tables and things that were in there have been uh taken out and replaced with what looks like you know if you watch movies or shows that take place in japan I mm. wish I knew what the the name was, but they sit at the little kind of like tea tables. Oh, right. You mean like old school, like Tokyo story kind of movies? Yeah. And right. they like are kind of cross-legged with the tea table, like right in front of them. It's a little like personal table yeah. that's right there. There's some of those that look like they're on the, the right side of the room and then another little taller table on the left. But almost everything's been taken out. But the one little desk like a single person desk that has a laptop and one speaker (laughs) right rather than like all these speakers and there's a carpet (laughs) a rug in the middle of the floor that says keep off it kind of looks like the off-white yeah uh, writing so yay is definitely like setting a vibe in the place (laughs) i always appreciate that about kanye like again we talk about kanye more like a director than we would ever talk about him like as a, just a rapper or a producer. Yeah. Like he is somebody who has this next level view of things and like, yeah. So like when you're on set in quotes, you know, if you're really having a director role, like you do want a certain vibe. Like you do want everyone to have a communal understanding about what the story is and what emotions we're going for. I mean, I don't know if most artists do that. Maybe they do, but I, it's just something we repeatedly see from Kanye from all these photos that, that leak and how next level he is and how, enormous the entire production seems like he does have he wants to have control over the vibe no matter how big it is throughout that area it's it's such an amazing thing to think about and then accomplish like he always seems to do yeah like you think about him going out to hawaii for like 808s and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy but just right. the difference of like the rosewood era in terms of wearing the suits and the rules that he had on the wall for my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and then being in the mercer hotel for watch the throne definitely mm. sets a way different vibe right. than being at like a compound in hawaii <laughs> yeah right uh versus the kind of like being in paris and being in other cities for yeezus uh, and even the stadium, like the Mercedes-Benz stadium mm-hmm. that he was in for a lot of the Dondo recording versus now in this hotel in Los Angeles. And stripping everything out in that room gets at that idea of the monk-like existence, right? You're kind of taking everything out and making it much yeah. more of a monastery feel. It, it, the um, al- even the album ends up having like a movie-like budget. 
Like it's yeah. not just you're per, you're paying producers and other artists for their time. Like you're paying for a space. Like I need to have a, my own special space, and that means renting out a section of Mercedes Benz Stadium for weeks on end. Like what a crazy thing to do. Yeah, it's awesome. Only yay. Ah, I love Only it. Only yay. Uh, so Theophilus has another photo that I think this is the first time we've seen this be done. I imagine it's been done before, but it's essentially a character list. <laughs> right. And it's a photo of the different people and what they're doing or kind of their role. With Theophilus, it just says Theophilus, but you can kind of see below him, it's Sarah Parker, Dove Assistants, hmm. uh, Dr. Steven, Chiropractor. <laughs> Uh, and then someone else that it says production manager, production manager, production manager. There's a guy, um, Carney Dove. It doesn't really say what he does. Maybe he's also a Dove assistant. Uh-huh. But you're seeing like just different people and the names of them. And I guess that's the people that are kind of rolling through uh, and who are allowed access to the rooms and the floor. But we have that going on. It's and like then uh, ch- it's like Ocean's Eleven. Like everyone has their role <laughs> in this heist. It, it's Kanye's, however many people there are. I'm hoping like a hundred, hundred fifty. Kanye's one hundred. <laughs> wow, <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, and then there's a chalkboard now outside the uh, hotel room. That's the studio. So before there was just a piece of paper that said like production in progress, and then do not knock, come in. And now there's a dry erase board or a chalkboard that says, please leave McDonald's in room. Thank you. <laughs> we are with future though. <laughs> or we are which we're with future Theo. So Theophilus writing <laughs> yeah. these things. But we know Ye loves McDonald's yeah. and loves fast food. Even uh, McDonald's that's been sitting in a bag in an empty room for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> which I imagine it is if someone's just leaving McDonald's in there, they're going to go find it later. Yeah, like, where is this? Okay, I got my cold fries. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then we just, you know, see some other people working in some other hotel rooms. There's some other people kind of coming through. Um, that's kind of all that we know at the moment, I mm. think, from everything. I'm trying to see if there's anything. Like, there were rumors of Ye going to perform in Australia in March after the release of the album. So yeah. I don't know if he's planning on touring. Oh, we also know that Travis Scott came through yep. and played some beats. So if we're getting some Travis Scott production, like Travis Scott was uh, one of the key people working on Yeezus back in the day before mm. like Travis blew up. Right. And you know, I just think he probably brings like a good vibe and energy to this kind of thing. Like his darker aesthetic, I think fits with yay and what yay typically does yeah one other last thing i thought of because i I think you did this video last night about cootie being there right yeah uh cootie who directed or is the co-director of the genius documentary that's coming out on netflix i guess i feel like that's a good sign that kanye I, i mean obviously with the documentary coming out kanye hype's happening now people are going to be yeah. watching this movie uh like the lore of Connie will build like why not release an album while all that's going on especially if Cootie's there like it's things are actually start- I came into this recording kind of like eh, it's not going to release but now I don't know I'm getting a little jazz <laughs> yeah, I feel like I don't know it just feels like there's a lot he's in his bag you know just for lack of better phrasing he's in his bag <laughs> I, I, I said all that that I immediately remembered all the times I've said that <laughs> uh, we just don't know 
Right. Like, oh, it's going to come out on August 6th because, <laughs> you know, why wouldn't it? Or it's going to come out July 22nd. Oh. They have a commercial with Nike. Yeah. Like, it, here's a million reasons it? why it would come out. Like, of course it will. I said this rollout, I'm not buying another clown nose. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm just but. going to be excited that it could come out in February 22nd. I will never believe that it will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a, uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm getting my hopes up, but yeah. that's part of the fun. Absolutely. I think, I think that's part of the fun of it all is just to enjoy the ride and the chaos, see what happens, meet some new characters along the way and, you know, go from there that's but exactly right because people get, <laughs> people just get so pissed like he said it would be here and it's not i want to hear this song i want to hear that song i want the full album experience. like you are getting Kanye's giving you gold when this shit happens like you're getting updates every day like you're getting so jazzed you're seeing all of these legends working together all these future legends coming into the process like this is fun it is fun it is fun. And, you know, the worst case scenario, even when there are delays, we typically get something, right? Like, mm -hmm. we did a get good-ass job following graduation, but we did get 808s and Heartbreak, like, a year later. Right. And, you know, we did a get Yeezus 2 immediately after, but So Help Me God did become the life of Pablo. Like, we got that. TurboGrafx-16 did wither on the vine and die mm. as did cruel winter <laughs> right. those things are just non-existent but we saw yandi kind of transform its way into jesus as king like a lot of the stuff that was talked about for donda and whatever spirits over the horizon was mm. ended up coming through on donda so it's like we still get things yeah. even if there are some delays like I think we can pretty much assume. Oh, and with, yeah, with Yandi, it was Jesus King. I think we can just pretty much assume that we should get some kind of music. Famous last words, but we should uh, get some kind of music in 2022, whether that's February, March, April, May, June, July, August, mm -hmm. September, October, November, <laughs> December. It's sometime. And what, and during one of those months would be nice. <laughs> one of them not january no, no 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 we don't we need january to rest from the previous shit year that was hey but we got <laughs> i don't mean music wise i don't mean music wise yeah, yeah. i just mean but you just, know all the stupid shit going on in the world 2021 was a wild wild year was it better than 2020 though i at this point like all the years i feel like every year is going to be the same for the rest of my life and and maybe before <laughs> 2020 they were all the same i just didn't realize it so yeah time is kind of collapsing in on itself yeah. I, I i've stopped listening to people who say stuff like that i just like no things are just shitty now like this is the way things are <laughs> uh the half glass full glass half full perspective yeah, a little bit like you just accept it and like you know covet the things you care about like honey music we're so close to new kanye music hopefully <laughs> i We'll see. I, I mean, we'll I got to ask, what what would you want most from Donda 2? Like, what do you want Kanye to give you? I want L.A. Monster. <laughs> oh, you're getting specific. All right. Yeah, I, I want L.A. Monster. I still think that that's a song that could happen. And I do, like, part of me always wondered if he took L.A. Monster off of Jesus is King because he thought it was, it could be misattributed right. to, like, Kim, the family, yada, yeah, yada. But I do wonder if in the wake of the divorce, 
there's more of a yeah you know la monster (laughs) that sounds like really building the legacy it's so cool it's just like i don't know it's haunting it's exciting it's beautiful it's like believe Um, what i say finally coming to fruition like i'd never thought i'd actually hear that song or hurricane right yeah or hurricane uh and then i know fans are always just hoping can you be will be on the album but uh, i want another switch up tone wise like i don't want more of the same that we got from donda as much as i love donda the thing that i love most about kanye is that every album is so sonically different from every other album like clearly different from every previous album that i'm really looking forward to whatever new vibe that he's on and how he continues to like push himself so i'm hoping for that and i do want another like epic yeah uh, another jesus lord another runaway blood on the leaves i like saint pablo yeah that's the thing i always look forward to on every yay album is what is the like biggest baddest (laughs) like (laughs) we didn't get that for a little bit like that's not really on yay the closest you have is ghost town coming in as that like epic kind of vibe and concept right and i can see ghosts it's reborn like reborn yeah i said reborn reborn (laughs) i don't know why (laughs) the song reborn um Um, i I think i'm on the same page as you like i definitely want a switch up i feel like and i don't know how to properly describe this but i do want like i want kanye to make yeezus part two but in the zone he's in now because like he's got a little bit of yeezus vibes going like he's got a little bit of that don't fuck with me vibe that is Mm -hmm. now transferring into like his his christianity and the role he wants to play in the world and as a leader and all that like i feel like there could be some next step taken where um it has like that kind of tenacity that yeezus had and even is condense like he's just like maybe just 10 songs it doesn't have to be a short album it doesn't have to be as short as jesus is king but you know jesus is like it's like a 45 minute album like have some bigger songs in there that move but also like it all has that monk-like feel he's going like i feel like if all those came together I, i'd be in heaven like getting uh you know like jesus part two in like this day and age of kanye <laughs> well if the black future month vibe ends up being kind of a defining <laughs> right. aesthetic it really makes me think about songs like Black Skinhead and New Slaves. Exactly. Right? Where Ye is very much realizing I need to be a leader because other people aren't necessarily stepping up in the way that I would hope. Like a lot of people are talking, but not a lot of people are doing anything. And New Slaves is that song where he's really attacking uh, institutions in society and calling things out. I do wonder if we could get something that is, as you said, more in the Donda way that he's approaching. Totally. Talking about some of these things, but carrying that energy of like, I'm I'm the leader, which is something that he was saying in the Drink Champs interview, where he's like, I'm I'm the leader. <laughs> like, totally. I'm the leader. You get to listen. Other people aren't doing things. So it does seem like that could all kind of come together into something I mean- that's like a presidential vision, you know? I mean, couldn't you see it? Like everything you're describing about Jesus, like going after business, going after these these people who aren't stepping up and being leaders and who are actually like putting people into boxes. Like that that whole storyline storyline on Jesus is driven by ego. Like I can mm-hmm. do this. 
And now that Kanye's kind of vanquished the ego and is giving himself over more to God, the ego can be replaced by God and doing things in the name of God. Like he can still have that anger and that desire to change the world just in a completely different approach. I'm excited. I'm really curious to see where he goes because we do talk about one of the main things and you know, longtime listeners will know probably the spiel that I'm about to go on Ooh, in terms of... Let me get my popcorn. <laughs> every Yay album is a rehashing of the events in his life leading up to that album. So every album ends up being autobiographical, but not necessarily nonfiction, right? A lot mm-hmm. of the times there's exaggerations, there's distortions, but it's based on the emotions he was going through in recent events. So the graduation or the college dropout is leading up to Ye getting his record deal and his album coming out. Right. It like the album covers that span of like being a kid in Chicago to the album coming out. Then late registration is the aftermath of that album coming out, the difference in his life mm. and the ways in which he's growing into his role as like a hip hop like leader and ambassador in the music world, in the rap world. Graduation then is that ascension to superstar status that followed the success of College Dropout, Late Registration, and the ways in which he felt that success getting to him. 808s is after his mom dies. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is after the Taylor Swift incident and the exile and coming back from that. Yeezus is the aftermath of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and his return to the limelight and the life that he was living uh, at that point as a bachelor that now is dating somebody that he really cares about with a kid on the way and can he settle down into a relationship the life of pablo then explores marriage and Mm. being a parent uh yay was his hospitalization and started 2018 and everything that he was going through with his mental health then jesus is king was his religious conversion or reawakening right and then donda was him rediscovering himself and rediscovering his mission and Mm. finding direction and putting together like this post divorce life and post like cancel culture life and where he's at, like in jail and feeling a sense of freedom. So I do wonder (laughs) Donda two is about Pete. Yeah. (laughs) Every song's about Pete Davidson. (laughs) Yeah. It's just Pete, 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 Pete. I mean, Al, you like, were you were saying all that, and in my head, I'm like, well, it's only been a few months since Donda. Like, there isn't much to report. A lot of shit actually has happened since Donda, so he could make an album. Yeah, like, I mean, I do wonder, is it going to be something where he's just getting into post-divorce stuff, like where he's currently at with Kim? Because, like, right. so much of Donda had songs about, like where he and Kim were at at that point and like understanding what went wrong, maybe trying to win her back, also letting her go. But at this stage in things, will he address, okay, now I'm moving on finally and I'm dating new people. This is single yay again. Is he celebrating like Julia? Is he Mm -hmm. getting into all of that stuff? Is he just going to go full like presidential campaign on the album, like black future month and get into topics? Is he getting into now like, divorced dad stuff <laughs> it's got to be one of these on theories easy. you've thrown out chris like one of these has to be right 
one of them but i think none of them like he'll go some (laughs) entirely different direction the other great part of being a county fan you never know where he's going Mm -mm. like donna donna like i thought i knew exactly what he was doing the whole time during the rollout had no idea like as we started going through the album and all the nuances and uh how that narrative was unfolding and all the little motifs that repeat throughout like it was a completely different experience by the time we got all the way through it yeah, uh, the difference between like what we thought from like LP one, LP two, LP three to yeah. even like midway through the album analysis was just like whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. Huh. So yeah, we'll see. And of course, we'll be doing podcast episodes on it. <sighs> that is the other reason I hope Kanye releases this album on February twenty second because I have a child due in early April. <laughs> If he releases it, like, in late March, like, we're fucked. Like, we're not going to be able to talk about this album for, like, a couple of months. Right. It'll be, like, me just making YouTube videos <laughs> and being like, Travis texted me some thoughts. <laughs> yeah, pretty This much. is what he said. <laughs> well, February 22nd, yay. Come Make on, it happen. man. Do it for me. Come on. Please. Please. I do so much for you. <laughs> He's like, Look at all the new thing. fans I've gotten you. Dozens. Oh, yeah. There's... <laughs> Good, good job, Travis. <laughs> I've I have converted a lot of Cardi B fans into liking Kanye. I like to think that's true. <laughs> At least one. I mean, come on, you got to give me one. I'll give you one. Right. I'll give you one. I was talking to Perfect. Kanye, but thanks, Chris. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> your support means a lot too. Yeah, I'm always there for you. <laughs> yeah, as I closet my Cardi B fandom. No, let that <laughs> let that fly proudly. Okay. All right then. Anything else? Uh, no. Um, all I want to ask of our listeners is if you really, really want Donna Two to come out on February twenty second, I think the only way it's going to happen is if you stay wavy and keep it loopy. Of course. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.